I am Daniel Lucas, and welcome to Book 101. Book 101 is all about the books that I read for the last 40 years, and today I have my special guest. She is the author of the latest novel, Like a Bird, no other than Miss Lightning Montai. Hi, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. My name's Lighty. Um, I'm excited to talk with you about my writing and uh, Like a Bird. Can you please introduce yourself? Okay, so um, I am very creative. My imagination is just wild and out there. I write in a bunch of different genres. My first debut novel is a high fantasy called Like a Bird. Um, it's special to my heart. And I love to write poetry as well. Um, all sorts of writing. It's just my passion. Yes, passion, passion, people. So, Miss Lighty, what inspired you to become an author? I always loved daydreaming. I always was thinking up stories in my head. And I realized, hey, people might actually like my stories. So I decided to start writing them down, sharing them with friends, until finally I managed to start writing my own stories and get them ready for publication. Can you tell us about your writing process? Um, it's pretty chaotic, honestly. Um, I will get an idea, probably the middle of a book, or the middle of a character development. And I'll start writing little snippets here and there. I'll daydream a lot more than I write. And then I try to go a little bit chronological order. Um, I start with chapter one and go down, but that doesn't always work. Um, so like I said, it's very chaotic. Um, definitely revising, lots of revising. So being chaotic in your writing, how do you develop your characters and plot lines? I do it a lot in my head. Um, and then I write down notes here and there. Um, I will, I'm pretty, I'm really good at keeping track of a character because the characters are my favorite part of any story. So I will definitely have an easy time keeping track of a character, where they are at what point of the book. And then sometimes I might be wrong, but that's what revision is for. Certainly. So what challenges have you faced in your writing career? I am very straight and to the point in writing. I don't elaborate very much when I write. So um, I will write short novels, um, kind of like novellas, and expect it to be a full-blown story when it was just a few pages long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how do you handle writer's block? Writer's block is fun um, because that just means I have to change my project. The I have ADHD. I think I'm on the autism spectrum. If I am losing track and get writer's block on one particular story, 
I will switch to another story, and that usually helps me get creative again. Indeed. So how do you approach research for you, like a bird? Research is tough. I don't particularly like research. That's why, uh, that's one of the main reasons I focus on fantasy, um, because you can kind of make whatever you want up as you go. <laughs> but I do a lot of um, stylistic and character development research by my own life experiences and reading other books. Lots and lots and lots of reading other books. That's really how I get most of my research. Okay, so what authors or books have influenced your writing? Absolutely, a thousand percent. Tamara Pierce. Um, she is my favorite of all time. She's a YA author. Um, a little bit historical fiction, like uh, oh, what's her name? Some historical fiction, particularly the Tudor era. Um, I'll read about. Eleanor of Aquitaine, I'll read about the Tudors, um, and mostly all other fiction and fantasy books. Can you share a memorable moment from your writing while you're writing Like a Bird? When I was writing Like a Bird, I kind of realized that it may or may not have been the typical... Um, climax structure i have like three climaxes in it and i just kind of realized that's a little unusual but it works um because that kind of stuck in my mind about something kind of neat about my book what advice do you have for aspiring writers out there keep writing doesn't matter if you're going to publish, doesn't matter if you're going to show anybody, not show anybody. Um, if you want to write, just keep writing. How do you balance your writing with the other aspects of your life? That's a little difficult, um, especially because with ADHD, I have other pursuits as well. Um, but when I, I try to carve out time. Most professional authors will tell you to um, to, sec to set a time, spe specifically every week, an hour or two to dedicate to writing where no one will interrupt you or anything. That's a great idea. I would love to keep track of that. I just don't have time in my schedule for it right now. Um, but that's definitely the greatest advice I've ever gotten. What are some themes or topics that you are passionate about exploring your writing? Okay, okay. Definitely character development. Um, like I said, you know, characters are my favorite. I love showing all the different types of characters that exist, the different types of people and the complications within them. Um, I also have a little bit of royal political intrigue in there that's really fun. Um but yeah, I'm mostly passionate about how the characters develop and grow throughout the book. Well said, Miss Lightai. So how do you handle feedback or criticism of your of your work? I handle it pretty well. I usually have to give myself time to step away from um, the book before I read criticism, um, which is 
really great idea for any writer because the, your your writing is your baby your book is your baby you don't really want to hear bad things about it so if you just take some time to step away from it a month or two um it won't hurt as much or, or even at all when you read criticism shout out to the people listening in the united states especially in the state of new york because in new york i got 42 percent audience share montego mary at 34 percent the bronx at 40 percent brooklyn coram seville buffalo deer park start start on island and a lot more thank you new york for supporting this podcast because this podcast is created in power writers all over the world like means lifetime monty so let's talk about your latest novel lightbird how did you craft it then was hard um i've been working on it for almost 10 years um i have some things in the sequel book that kind of sneak into my head sometimes but it just took a lot of dedication and focus on this is the story i want to share with the world it was published january 26 2024 so can you tell us the plot line of like a bird the main plot line is there's there exists different so it's high fantasy right so there's this being there's type of beings called infernals Infernals are seen as almost demonic. They're looked down upon. They're usually pretty cruel and mean to each other and everything. So this one infernal kid um, tries escapes slavery. They were in slavery. And they go into the human realm and just tries to exist in the human realm where everybody hates them. How did you come up with a title for your book, Like a Bird? That's the funny part. It just kind of came to me one day many years ago. It was like, you know, this kind of really fits almost like the cuckoo bird, mm. how the cuckoo bird shows up. Um, I think it goes into someone else's nest and that bird raises the cuckoo bird. Nice. So that's kind of like my character going into the human realm. Could you describe the main characters of themes of like a bird? that readers can look forward to? So the main character is Fievel. He's my heart. He's my little sweet boy. Um, sweetest creature in the world, and everybody hates him because they just know he's an infernal. Um, another main character that they're going to love is Charles. He is the gentleman who, the human gentleman who takes Fievel in. And... Um, tries to help Fievel exist in this world. Um, another character would be Charles's uh, close friend, Celine. Um, and a bunch more other really fun characters that you will love to meet. Interesting. Did you draw from any personal experiences when crafting the story or characters? I can't remember any specific examples right now, but I am certain there's a couple personal. Celine takes a lot of my personal beliefs. Um, she's kind of like me in book form. What do you hope 
Breeders will take away from your boo after they finish reading it. Um, ultimately, I'm hoping readers will take an understanding of there's all sorts of people out there. They have all sorts of um, bodies and looks and existences and just just love each other. It's just not that hard. Yes, it's not hard to love people. <laughs> love each other. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. Were there only particular authors or books that influenced your writing style or the content of your book? The content of my book, for sure, there was the political intrigue. I got that from the historical fiction that I like to read. Um, my writing style, I'm not too sure. I'm too close to it to really analyze it properly. But I do know Tamara Pierce... And Lois Lowry probably has a hand in it as well. She was my first favorite author. Um, and yeah, that's what I can think of right now. Can you share a memorable moment from your writing journey that had significant impact on your book like a bird? There was, there was one scene that specifically does the political intrigue that I remember very clearly and I just thought it was so clever because I ended up making a whole backstory that no one's going to see yet it's going to take a book or two to realize what that was all about um, so that was a really fun memory for me to be like haha cool thing cool thing how important was research in creating the worlds of con or context of like a bird if applicable yeah research was very important mostly um world building w reading um posts and things like that as long along with reading other books other fiction books historical fiction um learning how to world build because this takes place in a completely different world um super super important to just help you get the better best feel you can from the book what message or lesson if any would you like your book in part to readers uh just love everybody love people you don't know what they're going through love one another people and be kind life is too short <laughs> mm -hmm, for sure is there a specific scene or chapter in the book that holds special meaning to you Oh, the whole book. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, the whole book. Can you tell us about a simple lesson or hidden layers in your book that readers may not immediately notice? Oh, that's a good question. Um, A layer in the book that they might not notice. The cop, the there are dogs that show up in um, near when Fievel first meets Charles and they go to Charles's mansion. There are dogs. Those are the dogs that I grew up with. They're collie dogs. They're rough collies. Oh, interesting. How do you think your book stands out in its genre or category? I think it stands out because it's, well, 
the obvious one is there's it's not that obvious there's a transgender bible is transgender um but it also stands out because that it's it's a whole new world it's a whole new take on things it's my story and um five story which every story is important in my opinion what kind of readers do you believe will connect most of like a bird and why a lot of readers who feel left out who feel kind of singled out and lonely because that's kind of how five feels five has a hard time making friends. Fievel doesn't really understand much of anything because he's been a slave for so long in his childhood. Um, it'll really benefit those who feel ostracized because Fievel's ostracized. Definitely. Are there any plans for a sequel or related works to expand on the story or themes of Like a Bird? Absolutely. I've got a companion book. I've got not not ready, but I'm working on a companion book. I'm working on a sequel, possibly uh, in between like one and a half. Lots and lots of ideas to keep going with this idea. Interesting, Miss uh, Light High. And before we go on, I'm inviting you to listen to my other podcast, Food 101, our fourth season with Chef Alessandro, one of the best executive chefs in one of the five-star restaurants in downtown Toronto. Please do listen to our latest episode. We talk about recipe for Valentine's Day and uh, our book to people, Food 101, Volume 12, Italian Cuisine. Plus one more, our books are out. Not only one, but 13 volumes, people. Food 101. Volume 1, Basics until 13 is the only books that you need. How to create a delicious food. Available on Amazon and leading online bookstores worldwide. Means like I like a bird. What do you think the best highlight? The best highlight would be the final climax at the end. Really clever idea that they came up with. And um, it'll be a real kicker. This will be a series or a quartet or a trilogy? Um, so far, I've only got two actual books to a sequel for this book. Um, and then a companion book, which doesn't really, it's just a companion. It doesn't really sequel it or anything. Um, I might turn it into more of a series, but I'm not sure yet. Uh, just trigger warnings, abuse, graphic, and violence. What does it mean? It means that there will be mention of a lot of graphic violence and abuse in Fievel's past. Fievel has had a very traumatic past, and it has to be mentioned to get the story properly told. Yes, looking forward for that. So what are your short-term and long-term goals in writing? Short-term, I'm looking to publish another book, probably in a different world. Um, I got, I, I'm, I'm like halfway done with it. Um, long-term, I hope to have like a million books out, 
because I have all these ideas and I just can't wait to get them all out and share them with the world. Good luck for your goal, Miss Lighthai, and looking forward for your million books to come. And what, how do you approach writing for different genres or audiences? Um, I approach them differently than I used to. I used to be able to just go ahead and give it a shot. And now I'm starting to realize I really do need to educate myself. Um, there's a particular program that gives you free courses on like horror writing. I want to look into horror writing, romance writing. Um, I approach it by just doing what I can to learn from the experts and then try it. Very well said. So what is something you wish you had known when you are first started writing? I wish I had known that that you just got to keep writing before I have a hard time with like with with rough copies. A lot of the big thing is you just got to write it out. I wish I had realized that I don't have to be perfect the first time. I can be messy and sloppy. That's the whole point. How do you hope your book, Like a Bird, will be remembered or appreciated by future generations? I hope, honestly, that Fievel will be your precious, just like he's my little precious. And um, <laughs> I just hope people remember it as um, a really enjoyable and book that entertains them and taught them the um, how to love people. Well done, Miss Lighty. So, can you please invite our listeners to support your debut novel, Like a Bird? Yes, please um, feel free to go to Amazon, Like a Bird by Lighty Montai. My name is spelled L A I T I E. And um, right now it's only on Amazon. I'm working on getting it out in other programs, I just don't have it out yet. Yes, let's support Miss Lighty Montai because if you support her, more million books to come. Yes, looking exactly. Forward, looking forward for the million books. Uh, thank you, Fitzpatrick, for being the number two best book podcast on the planet. And listen notes for my latest course of 26 and belong to 10% popular show globally. So, Miss Lighty, thank you for your time. Thank you for yours. This was wonderful.